All right, all right, all right. What's up? Michael Gevin here, your mind mechanic, tuning up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die. You know the rest, your heart's heads and hard drives, those of you who have been here before. So uh, this is your daily jumpstart. I'm doing these Monday through Friday right now. And you can also go to mindtuneuptimelive.com. I do a free Zoom session uh, every Tuesday, um, and it's at 2 p.m. on Tuesdays. And you can go to that page, register, streams into a Facebook group, and I'm on Zoom. I do some coaching with new people every week. So uh, excited to do that. But I want to tie into here, uh, you know, a lot of people will say, uh, I've heard this a lot. I've said it before. You know, we could be fearing failing, fearing making mistakes. And we're looking uh, at, at actions or things we want to do or dreams or aspirations as what if it doesn't work out and uh, all, all, all the things that realm in the, in, the, in the idea of negative. What if it doesn't happen? What, if people, what, what are people going to think of me? Da, da, da. But what's interesting is if we really look at our lives, uh, we are professionals at falling on our face, at making mistakes, at, at, at things not working out, right? We don't, we, don't, we don't need to really worry about that, but that's what's conscious, right? We're conscious of what could go wrong. We're a little less conscious of what could go right, but it's the less conscious and what's in your subconscious that's actually... Uh, affecting your behavior and affecting the actions that you're actually taking. And so what's interesting is if you really start to become, I, I, I've become a, a liver of life, but also um, an observer. So I, I experience life every day and the actions I'm taking and you know, I have emotions like any other normal person, uh, but then I also kind of step outside and um, experience things through a different lens and a different filter, because you can't, you can't change what you, you're not aware of, what you don't know. And a lot of people say certain things, i.e., I don't know how to get business, right? I don't know how to get more leads. Or I don't know how to get more business. And there was a specific story around this where somebody said, I don't, I don't know really what to do here. And what I found was when I asked some questions is that I said, well, you have two clients. This particular person had two clients at $2,500 a month. And they had the capacity to take on more clients, but they were saying they really didn't know how to get those clients. They didn't know how to get more business. And so here's what I found. I said, well, what happens if I could wave a magic wand and the two clients you already have, I gave you two more that were exactly in every way, shape and form from the work that you're doing with them, how they interact with you and the money you're making uh, could be dropped in your lap. So now you go from $5,000 a month with two clients to $10,000 a month with four clients. How would that make you feel? And I've asked similar questions like this to different people. And there are people who go, oh, that would freaking be awesome. Now, just that simple subtlety, that would freaking be awesome, tells me that their issue is far different than a person, which this is what happened in the specific scenario I'm thinking of. Well, how would that feel? Right? They spent five or 10 minutes explaining why that wouldn't be good. I said, okay, well, the truth of the matter is that the issue isn't you don't know how to get clients. The issue is the clients you know how to get are painful. They're troublesome. They're difficult. They're an issue. And so you're not taking the actions you know how to take to get more clients because more clients equals more pain. But you're assuming that the problem is that you don't know how to get more clients. What you don't know how to do right now is get more clients that would be clients that you'd be excited to work on. So it's not always about the money and it's not always about the problem that we think is the problem. There's usually an underlying thing. So at times, if we have no uh, awareness of this, 
We go on pursuing tactics and strategies, thinking that it's a tactical problem because all you know how to articulate in language is I don't know how to get more clients. When in fact, when, when, when asked some questions and being able to dissect it, the, the problem isn't knowing how to get clients. The problem is getting clients that you're excited about, that are fun, that are enjoyable, easy to work with. Um, and then you would take the actions again to get more clients. Now, even if you know how to do that, if all of a sudden your schedule is maxed out, or you've come from a life right now where your schedule's maxed out, then doing that work to, to maybe make more money means, again, oh my gosh, I'm already stressed and I'm already overwhelmed and I already have too much. So if I do this, I'm going to be even more stressed and more overwhelmed. Is that the only way to make more money? And so at times, we're not fearing failing, we're fearing succeeding because more success can come with more problems in the eyes of people who are unaware of how to do things so that things are, and look, I have areas of my life where I've gone through this whole process and I see it very clearly and I've had people help me with it and I'm, I'm over. It's not an issue anymore. It's a non-issue. Whilst it doesn't mean that once you uh, work through one thing, that all things then go away, right? Because, you know, uh, I guess unless I'm, I don't know why video games, I haven't played really video games in a decade plus probably, but I'm just thinking something just popped into me of this idea that like, unless you had cheat codes or something, you got to play level one and beat level one to get to level two. So there's really not a, a, a big reason to worry about level two until you get to level two, because you got to beat level level one first, right? And so many of us are worrying about things that don't exist. I, I heard a, a guy I was talking to was saying, man, well, if I, if I do all that and I give an offer, this guy named Alex Ramosi, incredible, check him out, um, you know, then I'll be so overwhelmed. He goes, well, how many clients do you have right now? He goes, I don't have any, man. He goes, then don't worry about what's going to happen when you have 20 clients. Get one first, right? The thing is, is the self-sabotage that happens is we're thinking about what happens if I succeed, not if I fail. That guy was literally thinking about, well, if I do this, this, and this, and I got all these clients, I'll be so overwhelmed if I do that. But he's saying, get the momentum because then you can solve that problem with the cash that you have from the from the problem that you created because you offered something that initially gave you a greater level of confidence and certainty to get people to say, yes, there was an over-delivering. And then as you go on, you can go, well, some of these things that people don't care about or it doesn't work, we can take away. Some of them are still great, but I don't want to do, and I have the money now to have somebody help me do it. Like there's a lot more you can do when you're actually earning rather than when you're earning nothing. But the fear of success is that, you know, will you lose friends? Will you have the free time? People are content and have certain lifestyles today that whether they know it or not, success could mean not having that anymore or having something different. But what we're seeking as humans a lot is certainty, unknowing. And so there, even if you're in a scenario that you don't love, it is at least certain. You know it. You can predict it. Right right now, if you've got a job or your career or a certain thing that you're doing, and you've been doing it for a while, but you don't really love it anymore, you're not making the money that you want to make, et cetera, by and large, you can predict what's going to happen. Not everything, not every moment of every day, but overall, there's patterns that you've likely, whether you're aware of or not, that you can predict that you know that makes you feel more safe and secure and comfortable than what you might be wanting to go towards, what you might be excited to do what you've tasted a little bit of, but there's still so many unknowns and uncertainty in what will happen there. 
but that can't, a lot of people can't articulate that. They haven't practiced that enough. So they only know how to talk about what's not working or I, you know, might not work out, you know, the, the, the negatives around things because they don't know because they haven't experienced enough to articulate what could be and then be able to mitigate that. Right. So that idea when somebody's going, well, man, what's going to happen? That person not having that other person to say, well, just start getting clients now. Like it, there is no problems. Your problem is no clients, not you have 20. And so you're preventing doing all these actions because you believe that when you get 20, this will happen. But what happens is it, a lot of times you're taking that from somebody else's life. See, I've got to watch that if I say certain things, like my relationship with my wife and what happened and oh, the greatest thing we broke up for a couple of years and I'm finding the positive in it and all these things. And it's like, we got back together and then we got married and it's better than it's ever been like that shortened version. Then if you're with somebody right now and you really love them, but there's not a spark from the other side for one reason or another, and you break up. I don't want people to automatically assume, although that could give them hope. Sure. But I want people to automatically assume that my story will be your story could be your story, but it might not be your story. And the, the pure assumption that it will be your story could cause you to miss out on other opportunities. That could be a relationship, sure. Uh, sometimes you get back together, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you, you stop a business and you come back to it, right? There's all sorts of things that we stop and we start again. And when we did it the initial time, it was the wrong timing. We were the, we were the wrong maturity, whatever. And then you get back into it and it's incredible. I mean, I hear people all the time who end up, I just had somebody that was just telling me, oh, it just popped in my mind. I won't say it is, but like, you know, uh, somebody who had gotten a divorce and they've gotten back together with somebody now a few years later that they didn't realize they went to school together, right? They didn't even really know, know each other at the time or maybe like each other at the time. And now, now they do. So life's very interesting uh, how things go. But the more awareness you have as to why you maybe don't have what you want or you say you want, and you can get clear on that, then you can change behavior and that behavior change, the way you're thinking about something and the way your perspective is on that will shift the actions you take. You shift the actions you take, you'll get very different results. And so this has been a, a game changer for me in my life to be able to be, like I said, an experiencer of life. All the emotions, the anger, the sadness, the happiness, the joy, the frustration, right? The anxiety, the stress, the worry, what's going to happen? Is this going to work out? Oh my gosh, da-da-da-da-da. While simultaneously mitigating most of those negative emotions, not shoving them down, but literally they're just non-existent overall to having all that where things can happen. We just had somebody, I was just saying, we come out of Target the other day and these kids throw trash on the ground. And I, my initial reaction, full transparency, my initial gut reaction was trashy humans. That's what I said. This is being real with y'all. Right? Just a, a scenario how it's most recent. So I have many I could give you, but this is like fresh, just happened. Uh, but my gut just went trashy humans. I, it just irritates me when people do that. It's very disrespectful in my mind, right? You walk out of the store and the trash can's five feet to the right and you just drop it on the ground. And then my wife being an observer, even before me, she thought the same thing, but before I came out of that to observe and really have my empathy and compassion, which is who I am, you could say, well, that default says otherwise, touche, but this observer in me kicks back in the practice of going, yeah, but how are they raised and who raised those people and who raised those people and those people before them. And a lot of times what you have, no matter what it is, is that 
you could have 100 people raised in a certain scenario and very few will break the cycle and far more will go on to continue the cycle. So are you a person in life who's going to break whatever cycle that is for you that you've seen, observed through your parents, through your friends, through your family, through your peer circle, that they are doing certain things? And so by, by proxy of you know, being around these people, you do it too. Are you going to observe that and, and have no shame or judgment on them, but be able to break that cycle so you can create maybe a better life when you observe it? Because right now, maybe those people haven't observed that yet. And all they've observed is just that's how they act. And so I had a higher level within a few minutes of compassion and empathy for those people because they just don't know any better yet. I think when we start to know better, we can do better. But a lot of times we don't know better, so we can't do better, right? But once you know better, then you get to make a choice. So part of this, are you really fearing failing or are you really fearing success is a matter of looking inside and really observing and observing your language and your thoughts and are you thinking more about the negatives? That's fine. So it may be that. But that's where being able to really discern the difference of are you afraid that you're going to lose your friends? Or if you spend more time, you're going to get divorced from your wife because you see all these people who get divorced because they start their business, they don't have time for their family. So is your belief uh, that if you succeed, you won't have time for your family? Right? What is that? And then is that a fact? And what I've seen is there's people who succeed and don't ruin their relationships with their family or their friends or their health or their weight. Um, but again, there's, a, there's an awareness that has to go along with that because it can be very easy to default into certain behaviors and patterns that will create the exact reality that you're believing. So a lot of people either live into by doing nothing what they, what they think may happen um, or by proxy of that's what they're thinking about. Well, if I take all this action and somehow they start taking the action, they do get divorced. But if you know, well, who would I need to be to be able to grow my business and, and still have a great relationship with my wife, my kids, my family, my friends? Um, who would I need to be to do that rather than by default being the person who you've seen in others who, well, I either don't do this, which I really want to do because this will happen, or I do it and it happens, right? And those are the two options. It doesn't have to be that way, but it takes being very conscious and aware of your thoughts. And your thoughts are leading to your, your actions. Because um, if you think you can't, or you think you can, good old Henry Ford, you're right. And I truly believe that. So anyway, God dang, God dang, God diggity dang. I appreciate you being on here today. I try to keep these around uh, the 15 minute mark. Um, but I hope you enjoyed this. If you did, leave a comment below, send me a message, leave some likes and love. If you're catching this after the fact somewhere on YouTube or podcast, leave it a thumbs up. Leave it a dislike if that's what you felt uh, or leave a comment below. Uh, but I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions or thoughts or topics you'd love to me to cover uh, based on the things you've seen prior on your daily jumpstart, then let me know. These are Monday through Friday. Um, I'm having a blast. And as the recording of this one, we're, we're three weeks in. So if you go to right now to my Facebook, I haven't released them yet uh, anywhere else. But if you go to my Facebook, uh, you can catch all the, uh, the prior ones. Um, but these are fun. You can also go to mindtuneuptimelive.com, register for the Zoom, Mind Tune Up Time, which is every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, that's more dedicated to, to coaching people. So you can check that out. It's a complimentary call I hold every week. And as you see, as you get to know me, I am all about helping and serving. I love helping people. I love doing what you see me do here um, and uh, rocking out life. So as I say, tune up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die in your hearts, heads, and hard drives. 
Um, too many talented people out there that aren't putting themselves out to be able to be doing what they really uh, know in their heart lights their soul on fire. And uh, I've seen so many miracles happen in my own life and those that I've had the honor and pleasure to work with that um, I know it only takes one thing one day said one time. And I might not even know who you are ever that was a spark that changed your entire life. And so rock and roll, have an incredible day and we'll talk soon. Take care.